Michaela. Yes. Hi. Hello. Here we are back with a Bleed With Me special feature. Secret, Secret Seance. Seance. Episode. And uh, it's, it's, you know, listen, I just have to say, it's me, the grocery boy. Did you clock that line? So, so, so hard I wrote it down. Okay, I wrote it down it's to you. Me, it's me, the grocery, grocery boy. boy. <laughs> LOL. I'm like, who yeah. they could even give you a name? <laughs> I know. And he knows her enough to go into her house right. and call out her name and wander upstairs. And right. yet this girl doesn't know his name. Come on now. But anyway, we are Fucking here to talk people. about, we are here to talk about house and not the 1977 Japanese film, the 1986 Steve minor joint house house, just house. Well, longtime listeners know the conceit of these episodes is to take a movie that doesn't have a high profile or should have a higher one and expose it to the hot house radiation of a Michaela and Sean discussion to see if it deserves to be resurrected resurrection. or buried for all time. So as has become our tradition, we like to start off with a verdict, Michaela house resurrect or bury. I would definitely resurrect. Cause it's so, it's ridiculous. so ridiculous. It's so silly that I'm like, yeah, everyone should yeah, see this movie. It's really fun. Because, and the effects are cool, yeah. like the monsters are cool, and that's worth yeah. it alone. But also, like, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. And is fucking bad. I tried crazy. to think of the Halloweeniest movie that I could maybe, like, do because it's mm-hmm. spooky season. And I feel like House is just pure, cheesy Halloween vibes, front to back. Like so cheesy. Yeah. It's so it's, good. It's, it's really like, fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. No. So I'd resurrect it because now I'm like I'm again. It's one of those movies where I'll be like, Have you seen House though? It's so <laughs> crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 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 And if you say that, people will think you mean the Japanese one. But this one is also crazy. Yeah. Yeah. In a whole different way. Totally this one different. wasn't. I don't think this one was trying not to make sense. I think it thought it had a real yeah. <laughs> grip on its plot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I have it's many. Complex. Uh, yeah, it's I know. complex. Well, it does, it's like, try, no. it does try and cram a lot of story levels into itself. It sure, it sure does. It, but it really is just an excuse for creepy shit to happen inside a house. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the conceit. But I yeah. will say up top, it is created by 80s horror royalty. You know? Oh, yeah. Mm Because we've got Fred Decker came up with the story for this, and he's Night of the Creeps, one of my favorite 80s horror movies he directed. We've got Steve Miner and Sean S. Cunningham from the Friday the 13th movies. Oh, okay. Like, this is a big deal. Like, this is what Sean S. Cunningham and Steve Miner cut their teeth on Friday the 13th, made a fucking buttload of money, and then decided to do this. Yeah, that's insane. I know. Why? I don't know. They must like haunted house movies. I mean, I do too, but let's mix it with a weird Vietnam f- movie. It's like, wow, wow. 
I know that part, right? It's a male melodrama. You know, that's really what it is. It's like about a traumatized man who has PTSD from Vietnam. And then his kid goes missing and he has to process all that grief and trauma. Battling the house that he grew up in. Battling the house. Which is haunted. I feel like he must have known it was haunted, right? Dude, there are questions like that in this movie. There's so many questions. There's so many questions. And I have a lot of complaints about George Wentz behavior in this movie because Norm from Cheers is in this. The star of this movie is the greatest American hero. Norm from Cheers is in it and Bull from Night Court. So these are three big time 80s TV actors. Iconic TV actors. It's weird. This movie is so random. And then a random lady who maybe was on TV. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who that is. It's like insert skinny blonde lady here. You know, it's like, okay. I know. But I, I was heartened because, you know, misogyny alert. It's the 80s. She was actually a really cool yeah. lady. You know, like the first phone call they have, she's like, eh, I've lost my shitty fucking Emmy. Who cares? Yeah. How are you? You know, she's like a cool, nice person, not like a bitch. Well, because, you know, they want to get back together or whatever. So. Well, yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I like the opening scene where it's like, did I walk into a porn? It's like, it's me, yeah. the grocery boy. It's like, who? I, I thought this was a porno I at know, first. I was like, are they going to have weird sex? And it was like, yeah. no, you see some sad old lady hanging by her yeah. neck. Yeah, and this motherfucker, he doesn't even call anyone. He doesn't call 911. He just no. runs out of the house. And he I'm runs. like, yeah, oh, I know. He just so leaves her there. Up. It's like a couple things about that. One, speaking of the porn scenario, did you notice that delivery boy's ass? Yeah. Unbelievable. Biggest, fattest, hottest ass ever. Chunky ass. Chunky, like pulled. It must have been so hard to get into those jeans, you know, because they were tight. He probably thought it was he was going to get laid with his buns like that, you know? I know, right? I would, I would lay him. I would lay him down. He was hoping it was the blonde wife or whatever. I know, right? And but then instead, he found it. It would have been a real Harold and Maude situation if he went there yeah. to seduce the aunt. But she's a cool painter, lady. so maybe he was like hot. That old painter lady, so cool. That's true. That's she true. She smells and like she's weed. Fun. In yeah. the in the flashback, she's like fun. You know, so touchy. Yeah. No wait, no, that's when they. She, you know that that's the a, a flashback where we see her alive. She's oh, really. Right. She's got sass. Touchy. She's got sass. She's um, psycho. Um, yeah. So then you get to meet the greatest American hero because he's the famous horror nef- writer. Famous yeah. horror writer. And, he, and he's the nephew of the suicide lady. And that is weird that like... They go from that, like the edits are weird because they go from like the fucking funeral to him, like getting hit on by a bunch of people at his book signing yeah. and then trying to get some like rebound punk pussy, like some punk rocker with a mohawk. He's like, I like your hair. And I was like, yeah. wow, bro. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he's such a prep, preppy, prep star. His clothes in this movie were amazingly bad. V. Do you remember? I wrote that down too. My, yeah. I was like. Uh, Deep V neckline is intense. Every rider needs one. I'm going to get you one for Christmas, Sean. I'm going to get you one yeah. in taupe. I know, I know. Oh, my God. The, the, list, the listener, it's a taupe 
fucking deep below v his sweater. sternum. Like the yeah, v is like you all see the way his like below his sternum bone. Okay, zero and shirt. He has no shirt underneath it. No shirt. He just is the greatest American around. hero. He is hairless. He's oh my dolphin god. Boy. Have you accidentally summoned an unwanted spirit with your Ouija board novelty rug? We were just playing Twister. Maybe you somehow twisted your way to a hellmouth with that spirit board themed blanket. I'm surrounded by shadow people. Well, you're in luck. Say goodbye to accidentally conjured evil with Demon Chaser, the only exorcism that comes in a handy aerosol spray. Just fill the infected area with Demon Chaser and watch those wretched souls crawl back into the depths of hell. Thanks, Demon Chaser. Make cause runny nose, mild sneezing, coughing, disorientation, diarrhea, and severe cases opens up an even bigger portal to hell and allows Asmodeus and Azazel to appear and tear out your immortal soul. Lesser demons may appear. Do not use Demon Chaser if you are currently possessed or lactating. Ask your spiritual guide about Demon Chaser today. Before it's too late, I'm losing my grip on reality. Um, his horror novel is named Blood Dance. What, Michaela, what do you think the plot of Blood Dance is? This is the book he's signing, like, where all his fans are like... <laughs> a vampire meets a punk rock girl with a mohawk. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. And they go to you the prom. there's, like, ballet? And they go to the oh, prom or something. Prom. Oh, there you go. They go to the And then prom. the guy yeah, eats all go. the kids at the school, and she's like... I hated Ooh. them anyway. And he's like, hey. oh, I like that. See, I thought maybe it was like um, the prima ballerina at a like dance company, like slowly realizes that there's like a serial killer after her and blah, like some bullshit. Like Suspiria like that. kind of thing. Yeah, kind of like Suspiria, but with like a straight up serial killer stalking her and killing her ballerina friends and shit you know i had no idea they didn't tell us something lame i'm sure it's lame but did you clock so the deal with this dude is that he's this like stephen king-esque horror writer like famous enough that like random people are like hey are you what's his name uh, rob robert cobb Cobb. I, bob cobb robert cobb that can't something? be Rob. roger it's bob roger cobb. it's roger Ew. roger well, cobb. I, it's, it's Roger Cobb. It's right. The kid, the little boy is named Robert. So he's Robert Cobb. Bob Cobb. The little boy he has to babysit. Oh, he they're not married. Okay. His name Robert. Um no, wait, but what's his son's name? No idea. I thought his son's name was Robert. No, no, it's the little boy. I wrote it down. I was like, Robert is my favorite part of this movie. That the Robert sequence of this movie where that unbelievable like that whole is is just too good. It's delicious. It's so of its time. Like this yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. Like nobody no. acts like a normal. I actually wrote no, down like nothing. I was like, wait, 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 The things that the neighbors ask each other to do in this neighborhood is just too much. I know. Too much. But I did like the joke. Hold my gun. I liked the joke that he thought the hot blonde lady was there to like see him, but it was like to pawn her kid off on him. That's a good, 
That was a good gag. I was that into was that. a good gag, but it's like, how does that happen? And then it's always in these silly movies where it's like, how oh, does this happen to me? It's like, because you didn't say, bitch, get your fucking kid out of my yeah. house like a normal ass person would. But whatever. I guess he liked. Ha- and then I wrote down during that sequence because he has to take care of this little kid and he gets lost. And I was like, greatest American hero, worst babysitter ever. I was like, how yeah. many children do you have to lose? Yeah. I know. Like how? I, and again, I, I, I didn't buy that. Like he lost his son in that house, but he lets this other stranger kid like run around the house. Same I house. Know. Same house. I agree. Everyone. I agree. It's like he wanted that kid to die. I know, and I would have too. That mullet on that child. He was hideous. I don't even understand. He was I don't a hideous understand. Child. Okay, but back to where we are. So the 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 place where this dude is at is we've got a Stephen King level writer who's son vanishes and his marriage to a like television actor falls apart. Yeah. And he's a popular horror writer, but he wants to write his serious like Vietnam book based on his Vietnam experiences. Did you clock what we see him on his pathetic 1980s computer writing? Did you clock what the name of his Vietnam book is called? It's so bad. Blood war, war dance. No, just kidding. One man. One man's story. Jesus Christ. I know. It's so bad. When I saw that, I was like, what? Yeah. Really? Oh, no. That is so lame. No. I just, whatever. I also like that it's ever. the 80s, so when he comes home all disgruntled from his book signing, because it also made it seem like he only wrote one book, didn't it? Because he's like, you better write something new. It's like, we can't just keep signing this one book, he said. Oh, I, I think, no, he said it's been two years since your last book oh, came out. okay. We can't keep doing these signings on this same I see. book okay, over okay. and over. Yeah. But then yeah, he yeah, comes yeah. home and he throws an unopened box into the microwave for 30 minutes. And I was like, God damn, the 80s. Jesus, no wonder people have so many gastrointestinal problems. You can just throw a whole box into the microwave (laughs) without taking off any of the wrapper? Yeah. For 30 minutes. Yeah, it's it's like a microwave. Banquet. It's like a chicken banquet dinner, but he throws the whole box in and just puts it on 30 minutes, guys. 30 minute microwave dinner in the box. I was like, I know. "Um." It must be like the power must be turned all the way down to like negative one. And it's frozen solid. It takes 30 minutes. Yeah. I'll just let it defrost naturally over the course of 30 minutes. Yeah. Gross. So weird. It just like struck me as bizarre. I was like, is that how it really was back then? Yeah. But so his aunt has committed suicide. And then there's all this convoluted shit where like his aunt was. His parents died, and then his aunt took over as his like surrogate mother. So he kind of grew up in that house. But yes, then the aunt commits suicide, and he's like gonna sell it, but then he decides not to sell it because he has. Doesn't well, he have like a dream or something where the kids in the house, yeah. and he was like, "Oh shit, I can't sell the house." But because that's where the yeah. kid disappeared. Yeah, and then he calls yep. or the ex-wife calls. And he's like, "I'm keeping the house," and she's like, "Don't do yeah. it." And he's like, "Fuck yeah. you, dummy." Yeah. And then he goes back to the house he grew up in because he knows something is amiss. And so we've also you have to the way that the kid. I know they tell you this later, but the way that the kid goes missing is odd. Because again, the dad, the the dad is just ignoring the kid, like most dads do, and then the kid just disappears from where he was sitting, mm-hmm. and then ends up in the middle of the pool. Yeah. 
But for a second, he runs out the front, and they do this weird thing where, like, this car drives away, but it's, like, yeah, a total misdirect. maybe he got, yeah, it's misdirect, And then yeah. he just ends up in the pool. It's, like, some missing 411 shit is what I wrote down, which is, like, so fucking creepy. It's, like, the kid just disappears for, yeah. out of out of plain sight and then ends up in the middle of the pool, and then he thinks he drowned, but the kid disappears. And no one believes him. Yeah. The dad dives into the pool to rescue his son, but this is not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. no one believes him. No one believes so, him. So, of course he would stay there and look for his kid. Because it's been yeah. a while and no no one's found him and whatever. So he stays in this house to yeah. find the I child. Do think, I do think this is a clever way to keep a character in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. The missing kid. Like, yeah. there's a lot about that that's dumb. But I do think, like, it is a good motivation for him to not leave. Because after the first, like, uncanny event happens, he's like, hey, where are you? You know, yeah, and it's like, okay, well, you're looking for your kids, so I guess I will accept that, but it is super weird, yeah. And then he's there, and the midnight monster comes out, and that's awesome. okay. Wait, quickly before we do that, though, I have some George Went content we need to get through, oh, right? Okay. The pushy, weird neighbor, yeah. So, and well, okay, there's just a couple things I want to say. One, I don't know if you clocked it, but the movie Don't Look in the basement is playing on the TV at one point. And that's fun. I love that movie. Okay. Moving on. Did you clock fucking, um, what's his name? Roger. Did you clock Roger's toothbrushing technique? I absolutely did. Had the same thought. And I was like, that's so unhygienic. What? It was so weird. He unscrews the cap off of the toothpaste. Then he eats a, bit of the toothpaste right out of like squeezes it into his mouth right out of the tube then puts the cap back on and then puts the brush in his mouth to move the toothpaste around that he has bitten off of the tube it's so weird it's unnerving and i hate it what the fuck how does he put deodorant on he bites it and licks take licks his (laughs) fucking arm like a cat It's gross. <laughs> Ew. Does he wipe his butt like in a weird I way? Like, no, I was like, I hate everything about that. <laughs> yeah, it's so bizarre. I did not appreciate it. I hated it. that so much. And then it's all okay, dripping and gross. Anyway, but yeah. And first of all, he meets his neighbor who then recognizes him, of course, because he somehow has his book in his pocket. Come on. It's so weird. Okay, but there's a couple weird things about it. Okay, this guy isn't... So is he lying that he doesn't recognize him and he has put the pages to get them signed? Because I was like, if this guy lived next to the house that Roger Cobb, his favorite writer, grew up in, he would know He would fucking know, exactly. Yeah. So I thought the only way I could explain it, his behavior, was that he was pretending not to recognize him and then was like, oh, you're Roger Cobb. And then took them. So he had stuffed them in there. But we're giving the screenwriter a lot of grace by doing that right around for them. Fuck that. Okay. Later in the movie, George Wen, who is so weird in this movie, is like. He really is. Like Roger comes running out of the house in his Vietnam gear because he's being a spaz. And then um, George Went is standing there walking his dog, but he's not on the sidewalk. He's on Roger's lawn inside the fence. 
of Roger's lawn. What's up with that? He like walks his dog and his dog poops and pees like on the guy's lawn. I wondered if because he said he hated the lady and she was crazy and stuff that he used to just let the dog piss all over his neighbor's yard because he didn't like her. But now his favorite horror writer's living oh, there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's being nosy. It's so weird. It's then, passive aggressive. It's like it's like this weird psychic vampire way of letting like let me into your life. You have to come yeah, yell at me. He is a psychic vampire. Come yell at me. Come yell at me. I'm pooping in your lawn. Like that's some crazy shit. Yeah, Get your it's attention. Fucking crazy. And then after Roger blows him off again and is like, I enjoy my solitude. I need solitude to write. The guy lets himself into Roger's house with a pizza and beer, walks upstairs into the guy's bedroom with pizza and beer. With pizza and beer and fucking scares the shit out of yeah. him. Unbelievable. That's insane. I would have you arrested. Yeah, what the fuck? I would be like, get the fuck out of my house. I'm calling the cops. And then he steals the guy's fucking personal address book. I know. I was like, everything about him is the worst. I was like, does he work for the CIA or something? I'm like, what the fuck? So fucked up. I hate this guy. And then he's still friends with him. He's still like, okay, we'll be friends, fucking pal. And it's like, why? Why would you be? And he's like, come fight. But then he's like, he's like, okay, asshole, come fight this monster with me. And so I think he kind of gave him what it's like. You want to be my friend? Here's what I'm dealing with. And then showed him the monster. And yes. so talk that was about awesome. talk about the midnight monster. I cut you off there. So yeah. Oh no, it was just awesome. Like I like that he just opens this door and there's yeah. this like disgusting gnarled yeah. like like giant fucking monster. giant yeah. monster that attacks him. Yeah. And then he's like, oh no, and just like closes the door. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like he, I wouldn't. But he, I'd be like. <laughs> But he does do something that makes sense for a human to do, which is buys a bunch of camera equipment to try to, like, document the fact right. that there is a midnight monster in this closet. Yes, yes. Which but is also like, guns. Yeah. yeah, and he has guns. Well, the guns are already there. Because he ha- he's got military experience, yeah. as we know, from Vietnam. He so it's Vietnam like, boy. I would mostly get the guns and maybe mm. not me. Yeah. To deal with this. Right. Personally. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. that's just, I'd be like bomb squad, you know, I mean, like, there's something in there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, but whatever. Sure. He gets some camera. He gets a thousand shitty cameras. I like the, he gets a lot. I like the instant camera. I'm like, what? You, you can't even make that yeah. go off on its own. Like, it's stupid. I know. I know. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, does he get a pic? No, he does. Does he get a picture or not? No, no, it doesn't, doesn't work because he opens it up not at midnight. Right, right, right. And there's that's nothing right. in there. Mm-hmm, that's right. And then the clock rings and he's like, oh, my God, it's going to come out at midnight. And he runs up to do it. But then George went fucking that's crashes right, the party right. and is like, oh, I'm a stalker. Oh, my God. So fucked up. It was really bad. He's a bad boy. And then the swordfish happens. Are you sick of having things stuck in the cracks of your teeth? Yeah, I'm always getting stuff stuck in there. Are you tired of being embarrassed in public by having some nasty shit all up in there? There's always something in my grill. Spinach or popcorn kernels? Well then, I'm gonna blow your mind out of your asshole! Only nerds have dozens of teeth. Uni-tooth! Uni-tooth! You only need two. One on the bottom, one on the top. 
help. No more flossing for me. Those days are over. I was spending thousands of dollars on water picks, strings and flosses and things to put between my teeth, but not anymore. With Unitooth, I'm just ready to go with a clean sweep of the toothbrush. And I'm squeaking clean for the rest of the day. Unitooth is adjustable. Use it however you like. Customize your teeth and make however many you'd like. Take them out. Put them in your butt cheeks. You ever heard of the man who taught his asshole to stalk? Thanks, Unitooth. Now I'm living a William Burroughs nightmare. I couldn't whistle forever, but thanks to Unitooth's new two-tooth system, I can toot all day. Toot-toot-toot. Put it in your hand for a fun party trick. Using our patented enamel foam, you put it in overnight in our mold, and it fills in all the cracks, just simply melding all of your teeth into one. The Unitooth. Finally, all your teeth can live as one biome. Prune your garden with your face. Unitooth's patented super hard material means you can bite through things you never thought you could before. Think of the possibilities. Tires, seashells, nutshells, bullets, computer screens, shoes, entire monkeys. Do not use if you are currently possessed or lactating. Get Unitooth and say goodbye to flossing forever. Now all you need is a squeegee. Squeeze, <laughs> squeeze. Unitooth, Unitooth. You only need two. One on the bottom, one on the top. Yeah. So once you get into this part of the movie, like the movie takes about 20 minutes setting up the premise, and then it's just nonstop yeah. weird thing after weird thing. Months, yeah. Goofball totally bullshit. Wacky. It's yeah. so amazing. So, uh, uh, <laughs> I love the yeah. swordfish thing because I'm kind of strangely scared, but also like and mm. want taxidermied animals. I'm yeah. like, those are neat, but I'm like, yeah, they they're are. really creepy because they they're dead things. And honestly, there is a tiny part of yeah. me that thinks you're going to come to life. Or that like if there was a haunting, that right. would be definitely something yes. I would go into and yeah. make talk like it's just such a good yeah. vehicle for terror. And so this is like this gigantic swordfish and it's really yeah. scary and yeah. funny. And it reminds me of like a giant yes. billy bass, big yeah. mouth billy yeah. bass or whatever. Um, but it's so yeah. fucking funny. I was like, oh, my yeah. God, how terrifying. This is where we really part. get into some Sam Raimi Evil Dead vibes, you know, mm-hmm. and this movie comes out yes. for Evil Dead 2. Which is crazy because I was wow. watching it being that like, wow, crazy. this is, he really riffed off Evil Dead 2. And then I was, wait, no, that was the year after that that came out. So, yeah, I know. that's amazing. So maybe a vice versa. Like they were fucking hive minding, you know? Zeitgeist. Yeah, and the zeitgeist. But yeah, he shoots the that fucking giant swordfish in the head and then, yeah. and then throws like a silk robe over it, which is. Kind of, and I guess that works. It works. Yeah. It's the like fish is it works. Yeah. Again, I would be out in the yard burning that thing to the. Honestly, I gotta tell you. Well, no, I guess your kid's still in there, yeah. but I was like, I would just burn this house. To right. The but okay, I mean, if that's not what House Two is about, is them trying to burn the house to the yeah. ground? It puts itself out and sucks them in. Then I, I don't even want to see it. Don't get me started you on gotta, House Two. It's so bad. <laughs> you gotta burn down a demon yeah. house. As we saw in the documentary Demon House. Well, you know, 
he does. Actually, the the upper story of the house is on fire at the end of the movie. So maybe it does burn down. Right, you would think. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see this, the second well, one. Well, the second one, I uh, will tell you, has no characters and no plot in common. It is a completely oh, different movie. Type of yeah, house. And okay. it is way, it sucks. It's really bad. Okay. And then I'm, I'm hoping it burned to the ground. Um, yeah. So we'll get to the end soon. So then you see uh, a gross Sandy. Sandy's his wife, ex-wife, remember? Oh, yeah. Sandy shows up. I love this part. It's so this is one of my favorite much of parts. a mind fuck. It's either, it's, I yeah. was confused. And at first I was like, uh, this is bad writing. But then I was also like, no, they probably want me to think she might be dead, right? Like, they wanted yeah. you to think yeah. that. And I was like, okay. Absolutely. I was like, oopsie yeah. poopsie. This is just some of the only good writing in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> JK, yeah, LOL. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I thought that he really did kill her. Even after he saw her turn into the the monster version with the gross Same. dripping red lipstick. Because I was like, yeah. good for you, gross Sandy. You always at least got to get yeah. your lipstick on before haunting somebody. I was like, <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And She's in a fancy Dress she is and like yeah. i think high heels anyway she's amazing yeah, she oh my god so. it's so <clears throat> so good but i yeah. do think that he i still think that he kills her that whole time until later on when you're like until oh. the very end of the movie yeah i was like oh this is good like we are we are doubting that he didn't like we think oh so he really did kill his wife and cut her head off and at some point it's going to cut and we're going to see that it is her head, right, you know, right. but that never happens. Once, once, um, once he thinks he's killed her the first time, she's just the gross scary lady after that. Yeah. And yeah, there's, the and the time. body goes missing of her, the one he thought he killed. And he's like, yeah. oh, okay. And the whole yeah, scene with the great. fucking cops is hilarious. Like they're all like hella close to yeah. him and spooking him and yeah. drinking coffee in his house. And then they just yeah, let him go. Yeah. And it's like, which is weird. Yeah. Cause you're like, sure. You're not trying to kill yourself. All right, then have a great day. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, great job guys. Yeah. I know. Whatever. But I do love that. And once like, again, a neighbor calls. How did George Went get into that? He was like, see you later. And then the next thing you know, he's sitting with the cops having coffee. And I'm like, didn't he just say, I'll oh, see he you forces, later? No, he forces his way oh, in. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, he. There's a a moment at which he forces his way in. Psycho. Um, oh, when one of the co- one of the cops goes to the bathroom, the other one says, uh, "Do you have any coffee?" And he says, starts to say no, and George appears like a fucking killer and is like, "Actually, I'd love we'd love coffee," and forces him to make coffee. It's so it's fucking gross. psycho. Oh my god! But they leave. But it's. They leave, and it's really fun what happens with, like, the scary lady because earlier in the movie there were these, like, flying, like, sharp implements. Like, there's, like, a flying axe and a flying, like, garden shears and flying all these things. And I love Michaela. I laughed out loud when later in the movie he, like, opens the bathroom door and they have followed him into the house. All the implements are, like, hanging there. Like, they're following him around. I fucking LOL'd. But he locks them in a room and then later when the scary lady's chasing him, he opens the door and they come all out and get her. Come out and they chop her yeah, head they off. Get her and they chop her head of off. Yeah. Um, 
to the great music of You're No Good. You're no good, yeah. you're no good. Yeah. It was utterly bizarre. Like, added, it was it was really so good, strange. like, weird, like, psycho Friday 13th vibe music, right? Whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, you're no good. You're no. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? This is so it's, surreal. It yeah, is so... It's very strange. So surreal. Like, why that... Oh, why? Yeah. Oh, why? Like, yeah. they just kept throwing humor in at the weirdest times. Weirdest. You have to admit, like, the you have to admit, I feel like as horror movies progressed, we got, they got a little better mm-hmm. at throwing humor into the mix. Well, it's, you it's know. not as clunky. It's not as clunky. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think this the writing on this one is it's not just all as clunkers. Strong. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of clunkers. No, you're right. Though there was there is a legitimately hilarious moment that we'll get to where I was like, that was good. Whoever came up with that line is really good. Um, but there's only the one. So, so then the lady comes over. What lady? Right? The fucking neighbor lady. Ingrid. Oh, Unger. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. going to say some weird names. So earlier in the movie, he's outside getting the mail or something and this like hot blonde, like stereotypical 80s yuppie hot European, blonde. Yeah, which like, all the Americans in the 80s thought was so much hotter as if she was Scandinavian. Yeah, like yeah Swedish. Swedish. Yeah. yeah, she was Scandinavian, yeah. Um, but she jogs by. Yeah, she jogs by and he's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And then later in the movie, she shows up at his front door and it seems like she's there to like get to know him. She's not. She's there to pawn off her ugly mulleted child. Scandinavian child who 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 went on to win Eurovision. If you, Wait, that later. actor? I'm just kidding. It would oh, be great okay. though. I, mean, I, I got like, you. I got shit, you. Really? Oh my but I'd believe it, wouldn't yeah. you? What yes. if you looked that up and it's fucking true? All that, right, anyway. That I'll is freak witchcraft. Out. Then that is true. <laughs> then you'll witchcraft. believe finally. <laughs> I'll believe everything if that happens. Jesus. Oh my, oh God. my God. I pulled that out of my ass. If that's yeah. true. Okay. <laughs> Listeners, okay. you let me know. I can't, I don't yeah. have time to research that. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah. he. Has to babysit him apparently because he can't say no. I don't want to babysit or, or like, yeah. how about this? Full disclosure: I've already lost one small child in my life when I was entrusted with it. Yeah, maybe you don't want me to be, or like you obviously exactly. don't know who I am. I've already lost my son once, but he doesn't yeah. say any of that. Like, how mad would you be if Absolutely. you found out later? No. Like, what do you mean you found your son? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's true. And it's very, like, played for comedy because as she's like, you'll watch him, won't you? It'd be doing me a huge favor. She's like, now here's his binky and here's his brother. And she's literally brought over, like, this huge of shit. Toys and yeah. And the whole time. And he's like, it's classic 80s sitcom behavior, you know? That's the thing. I think we just hit on it. This movie's sense of humor is drawn from like mediocre 80s sitcoms. Yes. You know, like yes. that's how people Absolutely. behave in this movie is if they're from like. And now I just feel like comedies are more a little more natural. Yeah. yeah. Like we know that that's yeah. not realistic. Yeah. This right? is perfect strangers level like right, comedy. Right. 
in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. But then the kid is there and boy, are there hijinks, nonstop hijinks when he is watching this child. Because first of all, he can't even watch. What do you mean watching? Well, he's writing while the kid. He like puts the kid in a room. Yeah. Well, he's in the same room. And ignores yeah. him. But he's in the same room. But he's writing and then the kid is like playing. So was his son who disappeared. Yeah, it's like it's so dumb. You're right. So You're yeah, he's right. because whenever he's writing, they like take you back to the jungle. And then yeah. it's like a room full of plants with like bull from yeah. night court yelling at him and being like, come yeah. on, buddy. You're my buddy, buddy. And yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah. who needs it? First of all, he's all mad or whatever. But like, let's say, okay, they're in Vietnam. They're like, mm. who wants to go do this horrible thing? And everyone's like, not me. And then this dude bull is like, I'll do it. And then he's like, bro. And he's like, and I'll bring you. And he's like, bro. And it's like, dude, yeah. you already volunteered this guy for a suicide mission. Yeah. And then you're mad when you die and he won't kill you. And I yeah. was like, yeah, petty. Yeah, Cause it turns out the, the Vietnam flashbacks are the key petty. to the movie because because it turns out this this bull character is like the one responsible for kidnapping his son. It's very makes no sense, not even internally. Why can't he kill himself? I have no idea. I don't know. I wouldn't make my friend kill me if right? I could kill myself. I mean, he has guns, you know. He has a grenade. And he has a grenade, exactly. He, he could probably kill could just hold it and kill all bun- yeah. the dudes who are going to imprison. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Bull gets mad. He gets... Because his friend doesn't kill him. And then, so what is interesting is the when you first see the guy um, enter, sorry, when Roger first takes over the house, mm. um, he has a vision of his aunt. And she's like, oh, Roger, get out of here. The house will get to you. It got to yeah. me. Get out. It knows right. you too well. Yeah. And so then, you, uh, then it's like, as soon as they bring in the Vietnam stuff, you start to realize, not the main character, of course, but we start to realize that like, oh, the house just knows his fears and knows his weaknesses. And so that's what it's bringing, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's torturing him with, but it's not real. And then it goes into his psyche. So it's really about this man's psyche. Like, it's almost like if a TV sitcom was trying to be Jacob's Ladder. It's like, what the fuck is this? This is so bizarre, right? It is exactly what it's like. (laughs) You're absolutely right. But with like, but with like, you know, then like a really campy like monster movie, right? Shenanigans right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird. It's, it's so a very weird. strange brew. Do you know how many times I watched this movie when I was like 11, 12, 13 years old? Like probably 50, 60 times. That's amazing. I That's loved amazing. it. Yeah, I loved it. And you'd never seen this before? I remembered it, but I was like, I don't remember loving it. I remember seeing it because probably Got with it. you, at least once out of 60 times, I sat with you through I mean, it. But I, I remember, Adam, yeah. I don't remember loving it. I remember just being mm-hmm. probably like, very American hero. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. the kid gets lost, of course. And then... Like, I forget, like, he just disappears or whatever. I forget what the fuck even that, find that kid. Well, no, no, no. There, there are two, there are two, like, ghoul goblins who are like, (laughs) yeah. Like, with, we're talking about Robert, right? The kid he's babysitting, who, like, pull him up a chimney, remember? Oh, my God, that's right. (laughs) Who are those children? They're, no, they're, like, evil gremlins. They're, like, gremlins. 
I loved them because they're literally like, <laughs> like, yeah. And they're just living in the yeah, chimney. They're living in the, they're chimney goblins, you know, that's fucking scary. It's so scary. scary. Actually. Yeah. It's freaky. Yeah. They are one of the freakier elements of the movie for me of like those. Yeah. yeah. Just, I was a little scared of my chimney growing up. Like something could just suck me up. Yeah, the fireplace. Right. And for they sure. do. For sure. This little boy who is somehow not crying. He's just like, <laughs> he's giggling. <laughs> Yeah. You know? But also the severed hand of the demon woman is on his back at one point as well. Um, so the kid gets involved in a lot of spooky bullshit drinks. But then we get a heartwarming scene of the greatest American hero, like sponge bathing this small so child. So inappropriate. It's weird. It's very weird. He's like, you know, I know babys- babysitters bathe little kids all the time. It's not that weird, but somehow the movie makes it feel wrong. I know. I was like, what the fuck you is know? this? And I get that we're supposed to be like, see what a good daddy is. Like, see what a good dad. And like the whole driving force is that he's lost his son. He might lose right. kids, but yeah. he'll bathe yeah. them if he finds well, he's them very alive. Maternal. He like bathes people. He's always putting blankets on people and like tuckering them up and. He's very in touch with his feelings, this guy. He's very forgiving of his stalker next door. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's a pushover. He's a pushover. So he's very helpful. And so he's like, okay, I got to get my fucking kid back, right? Because after that, I think he's like, fuck this. I'm getting my kid back. And that's when he asked the stalker over, right? Okay, wait. Before we get to that, I just want to point out, this is the line that made me LOL. I think it was actually good. So I don't know if you remember, but when he's writing and the kid is playing, the TV's on and it's his wife's show, his ex-wife's show. Oh, yeah. And she, and it's a parody of a soap opera. And I thought it was a pretty good parody. Here's what she says. She says, my sister is an only child. and You abused her. That made me laugh. And I can never. Holy shit, I didn't catch that. Yeah. I didn't catch that. That's amazing. She says, my sister's an only child and you abused her. I can never forgive you for that. And then the guy sharing the scene with her goes, I can't hide the fact that I've been a male prostitute my entire life. Your sister paid me $1,000 to spend the night with her. And that's the only clip of the show that we see. And it's so funny, right? It's so good. I love it. It's so good. I want to watch that show. Yeah, it's really good. It's so funny. I was like, if they, you know, that's good making fun of uh, soap operas. Yeah, you know? it's really good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So after the kid leaves, he's like, I am going to get to the, like, I'm going to kill this monster. Yeah. And I don't know why that's so important to do, because I thought the point was to find his kid. Get your kid, yeah. Yeah. But he decides my priority right now. So he drags George Wen over. He's like, you want to be friends, huh? Yeah. So, but then why would you ask him to be the one to shoot the spear? Oh, my God. Michaela, remember at the beginning of the movie when the realtor is showing him around? Showing him around and shoots yes. the spear gun like right next to his head and is like, Oh, sorry about that. Silly me. And it was so weird. And then he just stares at him all like, What the fuck? Yeah. Into the next scene. Like they cut that yes. scene and then it starts the next scene with him still looking at him like he's an asshole. And I was like, This is yeah. actually really funny. Yeah. But yeah, they never yeah, explain it's it. It's just like some kooky ass motherfucker. Kooky realtor from Craven Realty. Oh my God. It's a West Craven uh, shout out. So, but why would you give George Went the spear gun? Why wouldn't you be like, you open the door, I'm going to shoot the gun? Like, would you trust that neighbor 
with a spear gun when you are in the line of fire. But I also wouldn't trust him to open the door exactly. or be near the monster. He would. I think he was. I think he was like, I don't want you near the monster. I'll be near the monster. You shoot it. But also, I would be like, well, if he gets eaten, I really don't care because this guy's an asshole and he broke in my house. You know what I mean? Mm, that's so true. I w- I'm just saying, like, I thought it was weird because I was like, why wouldn't you? Be the way I just wouldn't trust him with a gun, but he does give him the spear gun, and then the monster was it because he doesn't like to kill things like his friend? Oh, I don't know, that would be very subtextual. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know, I that's no crazy. Idea. No, he killed yeah. other people, yeah, he was a soldier. but um, but then there's this whole <laughs> sequence where he gets the monster comes out, and George went is like. and then um, does shoot the monster, but then like the harpoon is tied to like a rope yeah that's how you catch whales because you're on a ship you pull the whale back over to you okay got it yeah but then (laughs) but then greatest american hero's foot gets caught up in the like rope yeah and he gets dragged off saw that coming a mile away i did although i thought it was gonna be george went yeah yeah and then he would die yeah but it wasn't it wasn't then that's when we wind up in vietnam and we realize that the house is connected to the Vietnam flashbacks. Have you been injured in a cryptid-related injury? Have other lawyers laughed you out of their office after hearing your esoteric claims? The law offices of Chute, Farf, and Trickle P are here to help. We have over six years of experience helping victims of the paranormal get the compensation they deserve. Have you ever been fired from a job because of a werewolf's curse you never asked for? We will find that filthy lycanthrope and make them pay. Is your quality of life plummeting since meeting Bigfoot? Did a vampire steal your blood? Did the Jersey Devil leave permanent scars? Did the Wendigo destroy your mobile home? You may be eligible for compensation. My partner and I were camping in the Everglades when the Grinch appeared. Ripped our tent and shit in our thermos. What can we do? We're here to help. The Mothman flew into my windmill and broke two of my blades off. Then he took off without leaving a note or nothing. Try telling that to my insurance agency. We will. Have giant mutant crabs ever given you crabs? Has a gorgon turned your boyfriend to stone and you want revenge? I liked him when he was rock hard, but this is ridiculous. Hi, I'm Melba Tricklepee, and I understand your dilemma. I will take your case very seriously. I was continuously harassed by the Loch Ness Monster at my summer home in Scotland. Nobody would believe me or take my restraining order seriously. That's when I started Chute, Farf, and Trickle Pea. We're here for your cryptid legal problems. Two friends, no crawlers, stole my backpack and seduced my dog away into a portal. What's my next move? We'll take it from here. We've successfully retrieved three different species from various portals around the world. We've also successfully sued mermaids, the chupacabra, and the Mongolian death worm. We will not give up the fight until you're properly compensated for your time, property, injuries, and soul removal. Call us today and make those cryptids go away. This is what's interesting about the house is that it has no actual space. And that's something I like a lot. Mm. And that, see, that would be an element as per our conversation about the dark song about like mm. having a cool thing that's like magic mm. house full of spells mm. is that there's no real 
geometry or there's yeah. no real it's yeah. like you make sacred geometry so there's no real dimensions yeah. anymore yeah. and like the house could just open up to yes. like anything it's full that of been so cool yeah. it's full of interdimensional yeah. spaces this house and i love yeah. that it's, so it's, it's like cool. you get pulled through a closet and it's like oh no or like he he sees this weird painting of like a his kid trapped in a mirror yeah in the medicine his aunt cabinet, did. the medicine cabinet. In the medicine cabinet, yeah. mirror, yeah. And then so he smashes the mirror, and now it becomes this, like, gateway to another dimension. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking scary. That's cool. the kind of shit I'm literally more scared of than ghosts and stuff is, yeah. like, other dimensions opening up because that's mm. science. Like, we know that happens. Yeah. Like, they've actually found portals opening up around the Earth, like yeah. space portals, yeah. where, like, just whatever, debris and ions and information right, come through. Right, right. But they're real. And so it's like, that's so scary, man. Like. Like yeah. anything could come through a portal. I love so that's that what this house. So this house is a portal. The house is a portal. It is a portal. And I love the scene where he smashes that mirror and sees that it's just a big black space. And Void. then he and then he shoves his head out the window to look at the house. Yeah, and, that's what I mean. He's like, how? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, how? Yeah. It's yeah. like that's fucking magic. Yeah. That's scary. This was the that to me was the most Sam Raimi moment when so he lowers himself down into that interdimensional space behind the mirror with the rope and is like basically like kind of spelunking down or like yes. repelling mm-hmm. down and then this like flying bat skeleton Bats. like yes. steals the shotgun from him and then is like and like shoots the rope so that he falls into that I was I love it's ridiculous yeah I love it so much that is pure Sam Raimi energy there i love those little bats the bat was great i loved the i bat. wanted them as a pet yeah i could train them to be good a bone bat with a monkey face who knows how to already shoot a gun yeah it's like a fucking how much more terrifying could exactly. you get it's like go around san francisco it's dangerous now well not if you have your gun toting scary bone bat. dog yeah yeah your bone bat scary dog yeah. <laughs> i loved it so much and then it's just so weird it kind of like goes on a little too long too and you're like jesus christ get out of this void already and then he just falls into like some water right and then yeah. sees this kid in a cage yeah yeah, he falls into like water and is back in Vietnam. Yeah, he's like an. But then his kids like in Vietnam with him, and yeah. he's in a cage, a yep. bamboo. He's cage. in like a bamboo cage. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, Bull is yeah. mad, and he's a zombie. Bull is mad, and he's a zombie with not very good zombie makeup. No, honestly, like he can't really right. speak. Like when he talks, like the makeup doesn't really yeah, it's so weird. So it does not look like he's talking yeah it's... and he's such a big headed dude already that when yeah. you put that much prosthetics on someone it's like yeah. it's just too big it's like yeah. it looks crazy yeah he looks really weird not right you know but a for effort and so like honestly they just should have had him like look kind of dead Mm. as himself it yeah. would have been creepier like gaunt right. and just right. kind of shitty with, yeah. like just don't put any makeup on or whatever yeah um well, just like the gunfire or what would be yeah. even cooler if he was really gory from ever being tortured by because the Viet Cong right. do come and drag him away right 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 and, and so you're like oh he's gonna be tortured and so it would have been he says cool. he was tortured yes he says exactly. it yeah that's right so it would have been cool if he wasn't a zombie but instead he had his fingernails pulled out right right cut off Exactly. Yeah. It would have been cooler. It would have been cooler. But instead, we see him as a weird zombie with a gun. And then he's like, ah. And then he kills that dude like 10 times. 
Oh my God. I love the moment though. He does kill him a lot. He kills him so many times. So many times. But I love the one where like he opens a door in the house and all of a sudden it's like a cliff, a seaside cliff. Yeah. And like, there's like a, hundreds and hundreds of foot drop down to the mm-hmm. ocean yeah. and then he like falls and he's hanging onto the floor and when you see below him they did a really good job with like a matte painting composition shot where it really does look like the house is now perched on the edge of like the seaside cliff mm-hmm. um and you can see its foundation it was like really cool it was the way scary. they did it yeah yeah it was scary and then he kills then, him yeah he pulls him and like he belt loops. He belt loops his Dude, hands. Like, he takes his, okay. he like pulls the like daddy move yeah. and takes a belt loop, yeah. his belt yeah. off with one hand. Yeah. And then yeah. he's like showing off his abs and shit. And then yeah. they do a close up. And then he like loops it around the zombie, his hand and throws him yeah. off the cliff instead. Yeah. Yep. And pulls him and off. And then does something I'll never mm-hmm. be able to do, which is pull myself up by my hands. I was like, who he- can do? That I was like, Bullsh- guys who do pull ups, guys Fuck who can that. do pull ups, never. Yeah. I'd be dead, I'd be like, Oh, well, oh, I'd be trying to swing my that. leg up. Yeah. I'd be like, If I yeah, could get my too. leg, baby, me too. I couldn't even hang by one hand. I, I mean, I'd be fall. dead, yeah. yeah grab I my belt. I'm too fat to wear a belt, much you know. <laughs> grab my spandex waistband and what, yeah, right, <laughs> impress him. With I my... gotta tell you, I was hoping his pants were gonna come off when he took I his know, belt I off. Too. I was like, "Fucking take me those too. pants off! I want to see your greatest American dance." I know, but it didn't happen. It didn't, it didn't happen. happen. No, Fuck, it didn't. boo. So uh, eventually, he shoves the grenade. Off no, but the guy. then he, he runs away, right, and ends up coming out of the pool, right? Yes. Yes. With his child. With his child, yeah. And they're, like, hugging and kissing and in the pool. And I'm like, get your ass out of that pool (laughs) right now, people. Like, don't be celebrating in the pool where your kid drowned magically and disappeared for a year or whatever. It's like, get your asses out of the pool right now. And then later when when zombie fucking bull shows up, he says to his son, Again. you go hide. It's like, what and I'm the like, fuck? If, I'm sorry. If I lost my kid for right. months and months and months, I would not let this fucking kid out of my sight. I would strap him to my back like Yoda oh in God. the Mandalorian or whatever yes. the fuck it is. Or no. Absolutely. I don't know. Some In Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. That shit. I would, I would be that. like, you're yes. a backpack now, kid. I don't yeah. care. And that yeah. would be it. Yeah, I'd be like, you're not you're not leaving my sight. Even if a zombie kills you, he's killing you in front of me. Okay? I would put him in a duffel bag and carry him if I had to. <laughs> really if, or a trash yeah. bag. I'd be like, yes. try just tell yeah. daddy when you can't breathe or whatever. Yeah. Like, but he's like, no, go, go, get help. I'm like, what is what this the kid going to do? Kid, he's, yeah. Who? He Who's going to help you? Help. He's too young to go get help. My daddy's you know? fighting a zombie. Yeah. Okay, exactly, kid. Yeah. What the fuck's happening? Yeah. It's oh so my dumb. god. It's, it's really so stupid. silly. So yeah, he lets again, greatest American hero, fucking worst babysitter ever. Yeah, he's really bad with children, it turns out. It turns out but bad. then there's another like zombie moment, and then finally there's a zombie moment where he shoves a grenade in the guy's ribcage. Oh, because he's like, I hate this. Okay, this was the moment where I really groaned. Be- so evil zombie soldier stabs him, but the knife goes through him rather than cut him. He's like, 
That's because you have no power over me. I'm not scared of you anymore. You can't hurt me. You can't hurt my... Like, all that. Like, I was fucking groaning. It was so stupid. I hated it. It's the only thing I genuinely hate in the movie. I wish you could have been like, figured it out, bitch. You know? Yes. Like, it would have been... Yes. And then yes. just, you know, put yeah. a grenade in him and like, don't know why this works against you and not me, but who gives a shit? Let's yeah, get out of here. Exactly. Ghost physics. Yeah. It's like, wait, you just said <laughs> yeah. this wasn't real, but now you're yeah. blowing him up with a fake grenade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But your yep. house is actually on fire from the fake yeah, grenade that isn't grenade, real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, ghost grenade. Or was it one of his grenade. grenades? Who knows now? It doesn't no, matter. It was, on, it was on Bull's, like, utility belt. Okay. Which goes back to your point from earlier. Why couldn't he just pull his own grenade if it was yeah. right there on his yeah. belt when he was laying there dying in the jungle? Stupid. Dummy. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Yeah, and what it goes, dumb. but also it goes to show that it wasn't actually his friend doing that. It was the house bringing up this guilt memory. It's yeah. not like his friend actually did come haunt him. Like that's just the house saying that. Yeah. Oh, is that what you think? That it wasn't of actually course. him? No, okay. his friend forgave him in the but afterlife. But has the house been defeated? Has the house been defeated at the end of the yeah, movie? Yeah, because he, he's like, you ain't got nothing on me. You're just in my uh, head. And it was it, like, you're it, right. I'm it. just in your head. Oh, and so if right. he brought up any other nightmares, he'd be like, you're in my head. And the house yeah, would be like, yeah. fuck, can't fool this yeah. guy. And it's like, yeah. no. So yeah, you're right. I'm so dumb. I was thinking that he was like a super zombie or something. No, he, that's yeah. just a, it's a creature of the house. And the, that's right. why the aunt was like, it the knows aunt. you too well. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? I don't care. Oh, no, don't hang yourself. Bite. Yeah. And then oh, that's that makes what, me like the Vietnam stuff more. That's why it was. The, oh, yeah. That's yeah. why. Can then he's sitting there writing it. Yeah. And yeah. then the ghost is the looking over knows. his shoulder. The house yep. is looking, being like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know is. what to scare him with now. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? Right? Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, no, it's it, like his friend forget isn't actually haunting him. Well, now the house is on fire. And the cheesiest ending of all cheesy endings happens. Oh, my God. It was so, it was so ridiculous. Bad. Like. The traumatized child runs out of the house totally fine, yeah. by the way. Isn't rocking Correct. back and forth or have a shell shock yeah. fake like the kid from uh, whatever, that weird war movie we saw. Come um, and see. Yeah, yeah, come and see that 14 year old yeah. or whatever. They're like, oh, we just actually traumatized yeah, the yeah. actor. And that's why he looks like that yeah. at the end. And you're like, wow, holy <laughs> shit, dude. So, like, kid doesn't look anything like that. He's no, okay. He's great. And then, like, he's like, mommy, because she pulls up in a taxi cab. At the yeah. exact moment. It's just the most 80s moment ever where the mom shows up. And then you're like, oh, he didn't kill her. Thank God. Um, but right. also, George Went is there, like, oh, like watching also, which why yeah. does he need to witness this? I have no idea. So weird. I don't know. And, He's like, I called yep. her. It's because of me. She loves yeah, you yeah. again. And it's like, I hate you so much. But this Martin. is how sappy I am, is that when the kid runs into his mother's arms, like I got choked up. <laughs> Oh, are yes, you kidding I me? Did, oh my did. God. I was like, oh, she was so happy to see him. You know? Oh I know. God, I know. Funny. I'm so stupid. And then the greatest American heroes has like the weirdest, dumbest smile and it on freeze his face. Frames. <laughs> yes. Iconic. I was so happy that it freeze framed. I was like, yes, oh 80s bingo card hit. Yes. Pleated pants. Yes. <laughs> fucking Ding. George went. Yes. Freeze Ding. frame ending. Yes. yes. Hell yeah. Oh, they also, had a, of... they also had a, sw a swipe down edit. 
Yes. Very yeah. 80s. Yeah. It was like. Yeah. Very 80s. Yes. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just really fucking At the book 80s. signing. The book signing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the deep all, V. We got to make bingo what? cards for this actual movie people can watch. It's like, Seriously. We got, oh, and we could offer it as on the website. Yeah. You could print out your own bingo card. Exactly. Deep V. We got yeah. the swipe edit. Uh, yeah. What did we say uh, now? We the got freeze the freeze frame ending. Freeze, freeze frame. frame ending. George Wendt. Or even an 80s sitcom star. 80s sitcom star. Because there's two yeah. in, or three uh-huh. in this one. Yeah, yeah there's three. Uh, oh, oh, um, a disembodied body part or a body part that's been like cut off of something like a head or a hand or an arm or, oh, I will say, I thought it was really clever the way they did him cutting her up and burying her all over the yard where it just cut yeah. to him. And now there's yeah. like a million holes behind him. I thought that was really clever. Also the scene where he's dragged the rest of her body outside. Oh, this is what leads him to cut yes. her up. And the blonde neighbor appears and is like, Oh, we should, we should play sometime. And, uh, He's like beating the body like with the shovel every time she turns her back. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Like in a really cheesy 80s way. Yeah. I was like, like he kept stepping on her this. fingers and shit yeah. and being like, stop it. Yeah. That whole thing, that whole scene I really loved. I thought that was like stupid, fun, good old American horror movie nonsense, horror comedy nonsense. Yeah, 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 but like, but with a horror right. movie a twist that like makes me like it more. Yeah. I also wrote down misplaced 80s song for montage. Oh, oh, good job. Yes, good job. Yeah, because that job. was yeah. something else. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I guess we need one more to make a square. Okay. Um. How about a, oh, a misbehaving dog? Who's the misbehaving dog? Remember, there's a dog that's knocking over his garbage can at the beginning of the movie and he's like you dog and then later the dog shows up and it has the monster hand in his mouth oh my god you're right there is always a misbehaving dog yes yes. in the 80s there's always a misbehaving dog dog. jesus it's so silly yeah it's really dumb and that's how the monster hand is on the kid's back when she shows up with them because the dog carried it away yeah that fucking hideous child is that a part of the 80s ugly kid uh, yes, idiot. absolutely. Ugly kid with mullet even more so. But yes, ugly child actor. Ugly, untalented child actor. Ugly mullet child actor. <laughs> this guy's going to kill yes. himself. He's like 50 yes. now. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and then you could put like, you know, European blonde oh, woman. Yeah. You know, Scandinavian blonde woman. Hot Scandinavian blonde. European aerobic Aerobic. Oh yeah. yeah. Headband. She's wearing a headband when she's jogging. You could put headband on there too. Aerobic headband girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah, Swedish hottie. That's this is a good list. Give me a good it's bingo card. It's a really card. good list. Yeah. Because you always see card. the European headband, yeah. head headband, aerobic girl. Absolutely. They're always yeah. jogging or like yep. playing tennis. Yes. yes so yeah. true. What the or fuck? doing aerobics. Yeah, doing aerobics. Like yeah. fucking Valerie in Daughters of Darkness. She was a European, except she oh was God. American, I guess, but yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Same idea. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're everywhere. Okay. That's pretty great. Okay, guys, we'll make you a little bingo card you can download while you watch this. Fuck yeah. Awesome. I love that idea. 
If you wonder about dark matter, missing links, and wild lives of scientists, space updates, and cutting-edge technological breakthroughs, then this is the podcast you've been looking for. Join hosts Michaela Superstar and Electric and Gerbil. Shut up, Gerbil! For a drink and a savvy science conversation that gives you fuel for your nerdiest discourse and jokes you can't wait to rip off. Check out our website at thebluntletters.com, our new home on the interwebs for all things blunt letters. Follow us and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. The Blunt Letters Podcast, subversively nerdy. Well, when I was thinking about the Halloweeniest movies from the eighties that I've loved that um, are horror comedies, because that was kind of my go-to vibe in the eighties that I feel like is probably underseen. The other one was Waxwork. Oh, I remember which is that. One vaguely of my favorite. Too. I love it. It will be a secret seance movie okay. in the f- near future. That's exciting. Because I love it. Also, I watched a movie today for the first time that I'm like, this is a secret seance movie. I am definitely, I just need to live in a world where I know Michaela has seen this movie. Okay. What is it? It's called Freaked with an E-D at the end instead of S. And it stars Alex Winter, Bill from Bill oh, and Oh, I Ted. know who Alex Winter. Uh, he direct, co-wrote and co-directed it and stars in it. And it's about, it's like a Looney Tunes, like but, uh, the butthole surfers are involved. In fact, I feel like I've seen this. Oh, okay. I'd never seen but it But I don't know. I'm going to have to rewatch it, okay. though. It sounds very familiar. It's, and I like Alex Winters yeah, a lot. It's like an airplane movie, the comedy. I got to look at it. I got to yeah. look at it. The though. comedy stylings of this movie are like airplane or naked gun. Like that is the type of... But it's like Gibby Haynes from the Butthole Surfers in it. And the movies started out as like, we're going to make a horror movie for the Butthole Surfers, the band to star in. And then it morphed into this other thing and didn't wind up being that. But Gibby Haynes does make a appearance and they are the soundtrack. Oh my God. It's like liquid television meets... Uh, the movie Freaks, Todd Browning's movie Freaks from the 30s that, that has actual, yeah, it's like, it's it, it 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 must be seen to be believed and I just need I you to see it. I don't know if I've seen it. Yeah, okay. I actually been looking at some of these clips now. I don't think I saw this. If I did, okay, cool. I do not remember yeah, it. I'd never seen it. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be super fun. It's so weird. You know what else mm. we both finally saw that we were going to say we would talk about briefly oh, is fucking talk to me. Talk to me. Okay. Tell okay, me. talk to the hand. Yeah, give me. Actually, there's a cutoff hand in this movie that not is on a child's back and in a dog's mouth. And this movie, Talk to Me, is about a hand. What did you think? <laughs> I loved it so much. I bought it. Wasn't it so good? I loved it. It was so, so, so good. Dude, because I knew there's like certain movies I just know I'm going to like, even from the trailer. Because trailers are usually just a lot of garbage anyway. But I was like, damn, I'm going to love this movie. And it was really fucking good. I... I really like the ending. I like when I can't completely like see it coming and I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that it plays with Mm. like whether or not you think she's crazy the whole time and the fact that it's kind of like both. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's both. Yeah. And that these like demons are fucking with her because it's what they do as we talked Mm -hmm. about for our other episode. It's like demons fuck with you. So like I love that they use that whole thing of like... Mm. 
a vulnerable, grieving young girl who lost her mother gets into the occult. And it's like a drug allegory, obviously, because her and all her friends are doing it and they feel great and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like things go bad and then the demons like stay too long and then they start to talk. And it's like, oh, you know, everybody out there. If the demons come to you as somebody you recognize and tell you to do bad things, it's not that person. Newsflash. It's never that person. If they say, come kill that little kid, that's not your mom. Okay. Yeah. When they, when that little brother does the hands and then the mother starts coming through and then he starts fucking pulling his, oh my God, it was so, I don't want to spoil it too much for our listeners, but that whole sequence was so fucking gnarly. You know, all the actors are so good. Everyone's so good. I love the mom trying to get them to admit they're having a party and she's going around. She's like, so what time's the party? She's so great. She's so great. I love her. I love her. Yeah. She's from, um, I know her best from Sabrina. I like her. Oh yeah. She was, she was Eowyn in the Lord of the Rings movies. Was which she? you oh, characterized as 16 hours of walking, which fair. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, and yes. She I w- think she was in Sabrina. Maybe I no, was wrong, right. but that's she what was, she was. She was. I've never right? seen the okay. show, but I know that she was on uh, it. Miranda I love Otto. her on that. She's in War really of the Worlds, like- also the Spielberg version. She's awesome. So, yeah, she was really good as the mom who wasn't like taking any shit. Yeah. But, Very like, realistic characters. That's what I was going to say. Everything, this is what I'm, I really like about more modern films in general. And I'm not saying that other films haven't done this in the past, but now it just seems like things are a little more natural. Mm. It's like, mm. like, and it's not so boring. Like I said, mm. like these kids were fucking interesting yeah. from the start. Yeah. I want to know more. I like the, I like the weird family dynamic. Yeah. I like that she she almost was nicer to the little brother than the actual sister. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's what I mean when it's like, show me a movie I would watch without the horror. Yeah, yeah. And then add some horror. Yeah. Like that's how you get me into like. Yeah. And I just think we're better at that. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I just think we're getting better at that. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. not so like how am I going to set up this crazy thing it's right. like listen right. we'll get to the crazy thing yeah. what you need to set up is a not so crazy way to get there yeah. or not a way that's super boring or just suddenly gets you there right so this movie really pulled that off well where it's like again it's just a classic ouija board tale right mm-hmm. and like and then it gets out of hand yeah. so it was but it was a good twist on it i love the the fucking hand it was really cool itself like just the fucking prop itself was mm-hmm. great and so and i just want to point out two indig- indigenous australians directed the brothers directed this it stars a woman of color it's like just and has other people yeah, yeah. it isn't all just white yeah. people in the cast at all yeah and that was really cool yeah. and refreshing and there's like a trans non-binary actor who's just the movie doesn't feel a need to justify their existence or explain it or identify, you know, it just allows them to just be a character and honestly kind of an unlikable character, but not a, but not a villain, but a bully. Yeah. They're a um, popular bully. It's kind of interesting. They were like, Oh, let's make this kind of popular bully. Who's cooler than everyone else. Like, and is also trans and non-binary. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. I really like that part. And yeah, they don't touch on it all. They're just like, there's this character. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really fucking good and really scary. The effects are great. And the girl is so convincing. Like, she's such a good actress. As she's like great. She starts to lose her mind. You're like. Yeah. She was wonderful. 
all of the kids were all, all of them. It was just, it was one of those movies like the Babadook or it follows or the descent or Mm -hmm. like when I saw it, I was uh, hereditary. I was like, that goes in, that goes in the pantheon. You know, yep. like we'll never need to do a secret seance episode on Talk to Me yeah, no, because it's an instant classic. You know, it, it is. Yeah. People, I mean, everyone's seen it now. I guess. I mean, it feels like everyone I know imagine saw it like someone not liking it. I don't get that. I, I cannot imagine anyone not liking it. It yeah. is that good. Yeah. It's that good. Absolutely. I'm glad I bought it. I knew I, there's certain movies, like I said, I knew I'm going to watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I just bought, I bought it because cool. I wanted to see it again and again. Cool. So you own um, like a digital copy? Like, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Word, yeah. I can just word. watch it. I'm a pooter. Amazing. I like having those too because like if you lose power, you can always mm. watch movies on the ones you downloaded. Yep. So I think that's neat. Yep. Um, yep. But that's yeah. good stuff. Anyway, so fucking, I knew um, I was going to love it. I'm so excited now. I can't to watch it a bunch. And um, Yay. I knew you I can't would wait love to it. see what they do next. I yeah. knew I was going to love it, too. Yeah. I knew I was going to love it, too. I just had to, like, find the time. I couldn't get to the theaters, honestly, yeah. you guys. I've just been super busy. Yeah. And I can't see yeah. at night. Well, you do not need to worry about going to see It Lives Inside. Oh, yeah. You said it was poopy. Inside my butt. It sucks. Yeah. I do want a demon update. So there's been no, no new, no, no, nothing. Have you been doing it? Have you been doing the Ouija board? Not since I talked to you, but oh, okay, listen, okay. listen, listen. So Friday night is girls night with me and my two girlfriends, Sarah and Ann, and we are having a seance. Okay. All right. And we are doing the Ouija board together. Okay. And they're both scared. Okay. And I'm like, please do this with me. And they're like, and then Sarah was like, what protective things could I wear? So no ghosts follow me home. And I was like, I don't know. So do you have any suggestions? (laughs) What, what protective shit could I tell my friend Sarah to wear to protect her from ghosts following her home? I mean, she could definitely like bring some of that Quartz? What's that quartz called? Like cellite or something? Cellotite? I'm so bad with the names. I know what it looks like. If she wore an evil eye pendant, would that scare away oh, ghosts? Oh, yeah, sure. That's good. Or, like, I've okay. used that, like, black shit. What's it called? Hematite? Or, um... There's yeah. one that I was like, you see, I was like, it was to get rid of bad vibes and shit and mm. protect you. And it was mm. in my pocket the day I finally broke. I fucking couldn't take this shitty job I had anymore. And I told the owner to fuck off and I quit. And then I looked, I went to go put it away. It was split in half Whoa. on its own. And I was a cook. It wasn't like I was a cliff right, jumper or something. Right, right. It was split in half. And I was like, damn, look. And my friend was like, whoa, wow. I can absorb so much bad vibes. It's split yeah, in half. That's and I was fucking like, cool. holy shit. Oh, okay. Hematite. It does split pretty good, but let's see here. It says amethyst, tourmaline, quartz. Quartz is ob- obsidian. That's what it is. Okay. I'm sorry. Obsidian. It was obsidian. Okay. Yeah. I have some um, precious. That seemed to work. I have some precious stones like that laying around. I'll, I'll... And selenite. Yeah, that's what it okay, was. Selenite. Oh Well, it just seems like just cover yourself in some crystals, okay. you know, and vibe some good vibes around okay. you. Maybe sage yourself. Okay. I don't know, right. dude. Uh, I, I was you know plan- me. I'm just like, I'm not going to do it. I was like, yeah. I just want to do it. Yeah. Well, we're going to light candles and we're going to 
And then I will say, after we do the Ouija board, I'll sage everybody. And that maybe will make them less scared. Yeah, I think that'll help. It at least makes them feel like they're doing something. Exactly. Right. And that's what it's all about. Um, I'm excited to give you a demon update after that, though, because it's going to be a legitimate me being like, if anyone has died, I'm literally going to be, if anyone has died in this house, and this house is from the 40s, please speak to us. That's going to be my goal as someone who's died in this house. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. Oh, there's someone in your mirror, though. Just kidding. Wouldn't that be cool? If there's a good guy just did, sitting in the mirror. I did get a little little clutch. I, my eyes shot over yeah. to that thing to it's be so like, exciting imagine if there was someone, imagine, that's my open door with the black night doorway night outside so if someone was just standing there with their face pressed up Dude, against the screen i keep looking that shit is scary. i know i okay. know I, I like scaring myself like that a lot like when we we're talking about yeah. uh on the other one about nightmares about like it being in the subway i used to like to be like mm. what if i what if there was a werewolf coming after me you yeah. know <laughs> or sometimes people would have dogs in the subway that are like the dog yeah. the police dogs and i'd be like whoa what if that was a werewolf it's like yeah, I yeah, like getting yeah, scared. Yeah. Like, what if that was me a no? Too. What if that was a no? Me too. Me yeah. too. It's clouds. Totally. Every cloud is terrifying now. Thanks, thanks for listening to the Secret Seance That's with me. Sean and Michaela. And join us every week with either Bleed with Me or Secret Seance. Um, anywhere you can find podcasts, but also always at W www.com thebluntletters.com Spotify Spotify Instagrams Apple Music YouTubes Do you do TikTok? Does it Oh, so much TikTok. TikTok. Well, oh, okay. not the podcast, but you can still follow us on TikTok to see fun TikToks. Oh, follow us on TikTok. And yeah, behind the scenes stuff. On, and follow us on Letterbox. Yes. Bleed underscore with underscore me. Link in the show notes. Answer our polls. Answer our polls. Yeah, answer our polls. Mm-hmm. Follow like, us. Like, subscribe. Worship us. Yes. And, and be our Patreon, so give us money. Yeah. We'll give you things. Yeah. You can get bonus content. Don't forget to listen to our sister podcast, The Blunt Letters. Yes. We're going to have a crossover with Sean and scientist Sarah, because we actually all grew up together, and it's going to be super fun. Mm-hmm. That'll be coming later in November um, after spoopy time, and we're going to talk about farts and stuff. <laughs> the science of yeah. bodily functions. Yeah. I have so Elementary many fart questions. Like I'm already I'm already brainstorming. Them. See, this will be good. You'll be the yeah. question asker and yeah. we'll be the answerer. Yeah. It'll be so yeah. fun. Oh my god. Yeah. It's gonna be great. And you'll uh, definitely you will Getting definitely ready. all be explaining science things to me throughout. So because I know that's what we yeah, do. I know nothing. I'm stupid. I don't. That's what we do. We make it so everyone likes science, essentially. I think that we have come to an end of another episode. So, listeners, as, as always, always, stay, stay 